Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Chris. Oh, hi, I'm Jason. And welcome back to the Camaro Show. <laughs> Woo! Forgot about it. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. How you doing, buddy? Well, how's everybody doing? Oh, man. You know, just enjoying uh, enjoying Christmas time. I got my Charlie Brown tree right back here. And all right, all right. Here, up here in the office above Jason's garage. <laughs> What's new with you, my friend? Cool. We're, we're live. Um, sitting in Michigan with no snow. It's supposed to be 53 degrees for Christmas, and it's the warmest December in history. <laughs> really? Yes. Like overall, spanning all days. Um. Yeah. Or like, 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 like uh, on average for the month. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I was in Florida, and the day I got back from Florida, it was 62 degrees here. Amazing. Beautiful. Amazing. So, so glad I don't live there anymore and have those snowmobiles that I had that are useless. You know, unless I go yeah. way up north. So, so we're so, here today. To do the show, right? You call me up and say, "Hey, let's do another show." Because, well, I've been. This has been in the back of my head since they announced the Camaro was going away again, and you know, since last week, the last Camaro rolled off the assembly line yet again. Twice in our life now have we seen the Camaro go away, and who other than the authority on Camaro? Well, <laughs> but to talk about that. this. How about the <laughs> but I mean, we've, we've gone through 2002. Yep. And now here we are again in 2023. Again, there's now a world where there is no Camaro being produced again. It's very again. sad. It's again. very sad. So we're going to go through, we're going to break that down. We're going to talk about what happened in 2002 and where do we go from here? Like, yeah. is there, is this world now big enough for another Camaro and the world we're living in now with, yeah. with the talks of cafe restrictions and EVs being pushed on us and all of that. But let's start off first. Do you remember 2002? Do you remember, do you, first off, we got a press release in 2001 yep. that said, uh, Camaro was was going on hiatus, and actually, I looked back, dude, and the link on CamaroZ28.com is still there from our our um, article we posted. And let me. Wow. I just want to. I just want to read this real quick because that is is still up on CamaroZ28.com. The press release says Camaro Firebird on hiatus after 2002 model year, and it started off by GM celebrates muscle cars last year production and closes the Saint Therese facility they just went on uh middlebrook at gm was the one who made this announcement john middlebrook who was the vice president and general manager and and uh, vehicle brand marketing and corporate advertising for camaro and firebird and this is this is the funny part is they're like <laughs> the chevrolet camaro and firebird have truly been an integral part of american culture over the years blah 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 we're going to be celebrating our 35th anniversary blah 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 and then they go on to say but we're still providing excitement with as next year Chevy will produce the SSR and Pontiac will continue to offer excitement performance powertrains, including the new supercharged Grand Prix GTP and the Bonneville SSEI. 
and the forthcoming Vibe GT. <laughs> Vibe. Where are those cars? <laughs> Vibe. Let's, where's Pontiac, actually? <laughs> but, yeah, so, so that was 2001. 2002, what was it, September? Um, it rolled off. The last one rolled off. And uh, you got a good story about it. Yeah, well, I mean, to, let's go back a little further, right? Yeah. 1997, 98. I mean, the internet was um, nothing, nothing compared to what it was. And that's when you and I had the beginnings of CamaroZ28.com. Right. And uh, we started the Save the F Body campaign. Yes. That was, we were, we were pretty imaginative then, you know, like we were doing yes. stuff that just didn't seem to, um, well, it doesn't make any difference now either, but it was, it got a lot of attention. It got magazine attention and everything that, that it was a position. You could fill out your name. What used a modified Pearl script, I think, to capture the, the name in the comment. And, and at the time we were capturing email addresses too and re, and publishing them on the internet. Yes. Well, that was a spammer's dream come true. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and, then yeah I remember, well, and Scott took it and printed it all out yeah. too, multiple times. Yeah. He said that he needed a, a hand truck. To, to carry the, the 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 reams of paper that he printed off of all the comments that were there is it is it, it's not still up is it no it's gone well maybe that maybe the uh internet uh archive has it yeah no the, the link is is gone now but yeah the I'm sure the internet archive has it but that that was kind of cool you know because because we because we knew we there were well there's rumors it was just rumors which it's always right. just rumors until it's fact right that yeah. uh that the Camaro would stop in 1998 and if i remember right and scott can correct me if i'm wrong but 1998 was intended to be the last year i think maybe it was 2000 i think it was maybe it was 2000 um but they got two more years out of it as you know and you know talk about that 35th anniversary scott settlemeyer and i met up at the uh, place in st Clair shores the restaurant on the water i forgot the name of it off the top of my head i get a burger he'd get a steak I get a couple of drinks. He'd have a couple of glasses of wine, and that's when he showed me the pictures of the third thirty-fifth anniversary Camaro that nobody saw, you know. And then, and then we faked it. We had a fake um, image that was photoshopped um, that wasn't even close to the real thing to, to be like a what do they call it? A red herring or something? Yeah, was it like red and blue or something like that? It was a pewter car that they put in front of the SLP. Uh, warehouse back door in Troy, Michigan. Yeah. And they photoshopped some stripes going up, like some sort of hash marky stripes going up the uh, up the door or something like that. And and uh, we were like, you know, possible spy renderings of the 35th <coughs> anniversary Camaro, <coughs> which was given to us by Chevrolet yeah. to put up there yeah. for fun to see what would happen. Yeah. And then after that, you know, other websites actually did the real thing by putting up spy shots and didn't care about the ramifications of it and got fabulously wealthy off it when we refused to not do that. Camaro five, I'm talking about you, <laughs> you and breaking the rules and making it difficult for everybody else trying to be honest and working with general motors. Hope you're happy. Hope you're rich. Hope you can suck it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's true. They did that. Oh, not to, not to mention all the link dumping they would do on our site. It'd spam the crap out of our site. Oh, Look you're talking this. about in that you're talking about for the fifth gen. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what I'm saying is, you know, we played along with General Motors, um, <clears throat> respected them, and they respected us. Anyway, I'm, I'm on a tangent. Um, <laughs> well, then in, in, then in 2002, 
when the St. Therese plant closed, Scott and I met at that exact same restaurant. And we sat, I think, in the same place. If it wasn't, it was really, really close. And it was, it was, it was definitely speaking of vibe, it was definitely a different vibe. It was, you know, when it was him showing me the 35th anniversary, and this was that was in 2001 or maybe even 2000. Um, it was full of excitement. I can't, I drove home and told my wife all about it. I told her what it's going to look like and everything. And she said, are you going to get one? I'm like, I don't know. Red's not my, my, my style, but even though I got right there, right there, Scott gave me that, uh, that's, it's acrylic. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but the, okay. So yeah, that was exciting. But then in 2002, when we met there again, and we met there a few times in between, but it was different. We just kind of sat there together, just kind of looking at our drinks and kind of, you know, and he told me, you know, keep the faith then. Right. And he, he knew what was in the works or what was in the talks, but he couldn't even tell me then. And that's fine. It's his job on the line. You know, I, yeah. I don't expect that out of him. And then the Camaro came back. And if you look over here at the hot rod uh, tin, the, the tin sign from the hot rod magazine front cover, tell Chevy how to build the 09 Camaro, which became the, well, not, you know, 010 Camaro, if you will. Yeah. And it was, it was like being reborn all over again. There was so much pent up demand because we started the podcast in 2005, yeah. a few months before the unveil at the Detroit Auto Show. And at that time, you know, we had been sent an image. Remember when it was sitting at the tech center and we're like, holy cow, is this a new Camaro? And what did you do? You went to Settlemeyer and what did he say? <laughs> Take it down. <laughs> well, actually, we saw it before that, though. Tim DeYoung had a sketch. Remember that? The, oh, remember, in the lockbox? Yeah, the lockbox. And inside was a sketch, and he showed it to us at Camaro Homecoming or whatever the heck in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And I remember he walked over to me, Tim DeYoung from yep. um, ModernCamaro.com. Yep. Um, he said, you know, Tim, we're, we're, we're pals, man. We go back a long way. And he goes, yeah. I want to show you something. He opened the lid to that box just long enough for me to get a gaze on it, and then he slammed it shut, and I'm like, give me that box! And so I went and ran up to Settlemeyer and I said, I saw it. He goes, you saw what? <laughs> I said, I saw what Tim has in his box. And he just got really close and he said, you don't say a word to anybody. And I'm like, Scott, you know me. I'm not going to say anything. That was. And then, the, and then the silver car came out. And then remember at the tech center, the Camaro is back. You know, the, the announcement and they brought the car. Ed Peeper. Yeah. I was sitting right next to, um, oh gosh, man. Oh, I forgot. Look at that. You ever seen that? No. Max will do that. Check this out. Camaro's dead again. Nobody's <laughs> doing anything. Nothing's doing. I don't think it's thumb. Let's see. This thumbs up is this. This oh. is the heart. Yeah. It's, uh, this is this. This is balloons, I think. Yep. And then, oh, okay. uh, oh. <laughs> it's a Macintosh thing because I'll sometimes I'll sit in meetings like this for work and then it'll 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 fly some balloons up. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I can't do that. It's that's the funny. camera. It's not the software. So you know, that's what that came from. But anyway, <clears throat> um, the, the one that one of the chief designer, um, 
skinny tall guy. No, no, no. Skinny tall uh, uh, guys was sitting next to us on the hill or whatever on the bleachers when they did that thing at the tech center, the Camaro unveiling in the in the middle of the day. What was Yo, his name? Oh, Sang Lee. No, no, no. White guy, no? tall, lead, lead like chief designer, not the designer, but oh. chief design. Um, oh, common his name. name. I can't think of his name. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know who you're talking. Oh, um. Oh, uh, anyway, he was there, and I was just chatting it up with him, telling him what a good job he and his team did, and you know we got insider things. And uh, Micah Jones came in. <clears throat> oh yeah, into into the studio there, and uh, now I'm just rambling about miscellaneous things. But the, it was a, it was a good time. It was a really good time. It was people said it wasn't going to happen. People said GM can't afford to bring the Camaro out, and look how good that fifth gen did. It did great. It did really good. How many fifth gens did you own? <clears throat> So, you know, I got the 2010, just like you did. Yep. And then uh, when the ZL1 came out, I traded in my 2010 for the 2012. Oh, yep. Okay, and I kept that until I got my first 6th gen, and I got my first 6th gen in 2017. <clears throat> and that was a convertible. I kept that, <clears throat> and then I uh, sold that in 2020 or 2021. And then last year, I got my new uh, 23 rapid blue um convertible that's such a cool color <clears throat> sure is so four i've had four of what two fifth gens and two six gens i had two fourth gens one fifth gen yep. but then my dad and i we well it was his car but you know i you know when you're when you're a kid you say it's your car when it's your parents car he had an iroc z and of course he had a 68 camaro drag car and all that i wish i wish i could have gotten my hands on that when he passed away but he'd already sold it a long time ago um, but, um, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a good time to have it come back and, you know, we kept the faith and Scott kept repeating that ad nauseum, like, 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 like he, he was not going to, he was relentless on reminding people. And I think I've said some negative things in our previous shows that we've done that there's nobody, there's no hero for the Camaro anymore. There's nobody that championed the Camaro like Scott did, right. or even like, even like Al Oppenheiser, you know, or. You know, there, there was a time when when people really stood behind it. And then just times change, man. Life changes. Fact, things just change. And it's just there wasn't a thing to buy anymore. No, you know I mean, the re it's, it's all our fault because we didn't buy it. I didn't buy a sixth gen. I bought a Corvette because I'm old. Yeah. And, you know, I, li I like it. But like you um, said, life changes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, people are pissed off about that 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 the Camaro's gone again. Well, it's because they just didn't sell enough. That's that's all there is to it. And um, there's other factors, cafe and all that. Yeah, <clears throat> things, but <clears throat> it just wasn't as appealing financially and otherwise to most people these days. Yeah. <sighs> so I, I I wrote this article for for Muscle Cars and Trucks earlier this week because. You know, when they stopped the Camaro again, I just I had to put something down. I mean, you and I used to talk every single week so we could talk about it all the time, right? Yeah. Now, without doing the podcast every single week anymore, I needed an outlet. So I, I put, you know, words to the thing. And Annie edited it for me. It's the thing, thankfully, made my words sound a lot better than they actually were. But let me see if I can share this on the screen here real quick. Um, yeah. It was a good article. It was very well done. So 
Is this showing up here now? I've not seen it. Not on my end, no. Oh, here we go. There you go. So, um, I just start off giving a little history about the 2002 and, you know, where I came from, where, where we created, you know, CamaroZ28.com and, and fast forward here. To the dogs. And, and like, like you said, there's nobody anymore to champion the car. Before oh. we had Scott. Yeah. Who was kept telling us, keep the faith, keep the faith. But there's there's no voice that seems like it's it's going on now. It's like it, it became just another car. It did, unfortunately. And it was a wolf um, in sheep's clothing to most people at that point. You know, I mean, they just didn't know what was underneath it all. What 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 soul in history and heritage was behind that car because it was kind of forgotten. It just kind of got quiet. And kind of what made me up uh, pretty upset too was that GM kind of just they didn't say anything. This the car just went away. There was no press release about the last car built. There was nothing. No, the only like media outlet that I saw even cover it was the Detroit News. That's it. Everybody else posted, hey, we hear the last car went down the assembly line. Now GM's confirmed to us that the last car was, in fact, the ZL1 1LE in white as a six-speed ordered by General Motors for the Heritage Museum. Mm -hmm. Keyword heritage again. Yes. Um, and their press release back in March is when it was, I think, said that Camaro's story is not done and to stay tuned. What does that mean? The same thing well, I did before. <laughs> we know from some of our internal sources that there's nothing going on with Camaro right now. Nothing. Um, and then when I posted that article, a lot of comments I got was, don't bring the Camaro back if it's an EV. Don't, like, straight up. If, if the Camaro comes back as an EV, I will never buy another Camaro again. I mean, that's fair. I mean, sure. sure. <clears throat> with, with the amount of EVs being, you know, crammed down our throat nowadays, and as we've reported, nobody's buying them and actually going back to gas motors. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I, I, I I don't know. Are we in a world where where another Camaro is going to come back as another rip roar and muscle car? Burn ass hot rod. Remember? Burn ass hot rod. <laughs> Who was it? This was that Ed Peeper that said that. I think it Maybe. was. I think it was Ed. Um, somebody, somebody in GM said something. Referred to the Camaro as a. It's not going to be a burn ass hot rod, or it is a burn ass hot rod, or something. I'm like, right, burn ass, like ass, like you know what's behind me, ass, like burn. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I like EVs. Um, Chris Steigers came by, and in Quentin Scott, because they're both living down here. You know, okay, yeah. Um, Chris has a Tesla. He's had two. You know why, right? I don't know. It's, he's got. Uh, is pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, 
it's the in my in my book, if Apple actually made a card via Tesla, I, I was in Columbus for work last earlier this week. I saw a Polestar yep. for the very first time. I barely they've barely even registered to me. I, I saw the name like yeah, another EV car, but I looked at that I'm like, holy crap, that's a good looking car. What is it? it's Polestar? No, no, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. So. And sometimes I'll even admit this. I'll see a car and I'm like, that's a good looking car. What is it? It's a Kia. Kia. <laughs> Kia's making good looking cars. So I'm just saying like things are catching my eye that I never thought would. Including EVs, EV technology. I think it's impressive, but I think it's great. I said this years ago when we were doing the pod, this podcast regularly. Al Oppenheiser was, in my book, one of the the, 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 the the new champion after Scott Settlemeyer of the Camaro. Not only did he was he the chief engineer of it, but he championed it. He was a, a powerful voice and a, and a figure for it. And not to mention a good guy. He's a great guy. I'm glad to call him a friend to this day. And where did he go? To EV technology. The Hummer. New Hummer, yeah. New Hummer. And I said, wouldn't that be neat to have Al come back to the Camaro if this EV thing keeps taking off? And that's that's a, that, that's a split consideration there. Yeah, I'd love to see Al back behind the engineering helm running the ship of what we know as Camaro. But what if it was an EV, Chris? What if it was four doors? What if it's like a Mustang E Mach E? See, I'm a tech guy. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. yeah. I would buy one. (laughs) I would probably buy one. There you go. I can't say I wouldn't. I'm not, I'm not a purist. I mean, I keep hearing this, this argument that, um, you know, not the, you know, there's no replacement for displacement, blah, 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 that, but, um, the 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 whole thing is uh, if you want if you want a good steak, you're gonna barbecue it right because you want the flavor of it and stuff. You could simply throw it in the microwave and it'll be a lot faster, and you can cook it too, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's not gonna taste probably as good. That's right. That's right. That's how they're comparing like like a like a Tesla or an EV to a microwave oven. You know, it'll it'll get the job done and probably get it done a lot quicker. Have they? I, I question whether or not they've ridden in an electric vehicle when somebody puts the volt pedal to the floor. <laughs> it is. It is. It is very cool. Spooky, spooky fast. Yeah. It almost feels like God's got a magnet, <laughs> and an electromagnet, and he flicked it on. <clears throat> There's kind of some truth to that. I'm, I'm in. I'm in no way advocating for the Camaro to come back as an EV. But I'm also a realist. If that's the way the world is in 2028, 2030, or whenever you know they want to bring the car back, then it's not going to bother me if the car does come back as as a pure EV or even a. I mean, look at the vet for God's sake. Look at look at this the uh, the E Ray. The E Ray. That's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. All wheel drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Let's just not forget that there was a, a time and for quite a while that Corvette stuff would trickle down to Camaro. Yes. So what if Camaro looked as good as or better than what it does today, had better visibility, 
had all wheel drive, which everybody screamed that they wanted when it was, yeah. you know, but was purely electric and had an equivalent of 750 horsepower. I'd buy it. Sure. Yeah. There'd be more backseat room, right? I'd probably it be would, able to drive it in the snow. <laughs> it would fix a lot of the things that made the Camaro hard to live with. And I wonder if everybody's, A, ridden in an EV that was, you know, something other than a bargain basement type EV, like a Tesla, that has some serious torque to it, yeah. or just thought about how the car itself overall would be more practical for everyday life. Yeah. The backseat thing was a, was a, was it was a deal breaker for so many people, so many yeah. people. But we're going to have one, one, one thing that's going to have to be addressed is, is price. I, I mean, that was a huge issue with Camaro. I think it's, especially in the sixth gen years, the cost. Um, we heard that from doing the podcast from the beginning. It's, the, it's like, why is the you know the Camaro you know this price? Why why is the Mustang under you know cost way cheaper than the Camaro? Um, why are Mustang buyers buying that? Why are they going to Challenger? You know, mm -hmm. just yesterday the last Challenger rolled off the assembly line. <sighs> so only Mustang is left now. That's it. My neighbor yesterday just brought home a brand new Mustang, dark horse version. Now, my neighbor has many Mustangs. He's a dyed-in-the-wool Ford guy. Surprisingly, I still get along with him very, very well. Consider him a friend. But that is a gorgeous car. Like, I saw him, like, holy crap, that looks good. Went over there and took a look at it, and he's a good old boy. He's like, hey, man, you want to take it for a spin? I'm like, not today. Not today, but when it gets warmer, you know it. He also has like a 1200 horsepower GT500 and 1100 horsepower F150 uh, and a bunch more cars. So but he's no stranger to speed. He's no, no, he's no, 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 he's not. He's, he's, uh, he's, you know, I couldn't have picked a better neighbor when I moved into this house six years ago, something like that. And I was in the kitchen or whatever. And I hear this, I'm like, it sounds like high horsepower car. <laughs> I pop my head out the front door and I see him back in his GT500 out of the garage. I'm like, I got a buddy. <laughs> well, we've been been friends and neighbors ever since. Um, anyway, sorry, I digress. Uh, it, it's a good looking car. A really good looking car. Ford did a very good job with that new Mustang. Why? Why? Why did the Mustang persevere when it had the same backseat issues that the Camaro did? I don't yeah. know about the visibility issues. Although I don't think. The visibility issues, Chris, and you might agree with me, were that bad if you knew how to aim your mirrors. How many times do we talk about this on the Camaro show? Yeah. <laughs> but as long as you properly adjust your mirrors, I don't have a problem. Like you said, you adjust your mirrors to see the road, not you. Yeah, you don't want to see your the side of your car. You know where the side of your car is behind you. Right. You know, I mean, the, the world it turns on people in delivery vans. And has been long before the advent of the backup camera. My father-in-law has one, a work van. Doesn't even have a rearview mirror on the windshield because there's no point. All you can see is the cargo behind you. People had no problem seeing out of those giant refrigerators on wheels. So I know modern times have modern expectations, and that's fair. Yeah. But I wonder what's going to happen to the Mustang. 
Well, Ford, Ford only has the Mustang. I mean, GM, I mean, still has the Corvette. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I don't know. Gonna be the, it's going to be the only uh, only car to choose from now. <clears throat> if you're looking for, I guess, a relatively, that's uh, it's all relative, but and cost for a pony slash muscle car mm-hmm. that you want to play around in, it, it, your only choice is going to be Ford. And and I would, I, w- I would never buy a Ford. After seeing his. <laughs> um, I wouldn't tell him this, but I'd consider it if I had expendable money. <laughs> Here's the thing. Let's go back to what we were talking about, though. I, I bought a, a C6, used C6 Z06 six years ago, and I was looking for the right ZL1 at the time. Right. Um, I, I couldn't cover a $75,000 car. As much as I wanted to, man. And I can't tell you how many times I went to Chevrolet's website to build my ZL1, even without the 1LE package. And it ended up being 70 plus $70,000. I'm like, I just I just can't do it. I looked at 5th gen ZL1s like what you had. Um, couldn't find the right one. It was either automatic or had a sunroof. Hmm. Or it was the wrong color. Um, so I'm like, I'll try a C6 Z06. I'm really happy that I did. I love the car. It, was, it just... And I wonder how many other people were in the same boat. They wanted a Camaro, but they're like me and like a lot of you. You want it a certain way or you don't want it at all. That's what stopped me from buying a Camaro. So I can't blame somebody for saying, I want it to be internal combustion engine or I don't want it at all. Can't blame them one bit for that. It's just, it's the same issue, just different uh, parameters, if you will. Yeah. You said the chargers rolled off the assembly line, right? Yeah, the last Challengers, Chargers, any of the LX cars, the 300s, whatever was built on that platform, done. As of yesterday. Done. So Camaro went out last week. uh, Challenger, Charger went out yesterday. And uh, all we got left is uh, the mud stain. (laughs) The mud stain and crap marrows and fire turns. That's Oh gosh! You know, people are still uh, still upset that that Pontiac went away and the Firebird never came back. That's still oh, that's, a very that's a very sore spot for a lot of people. Still, I think every car enthusiast knows a guy that is you know, like you know, you see the stuff on my walls here in my office of Chevrolet and Camaro and some Corvette stuff. But you, you, everybody knows somebody that's there. Pontiac, everything as Pontiac as Pontiac can get. You know, I, I wonder if all the Camaro people. Maybe the Camaro will never come back because they just can't build a good business case for it. They're gonna. It's, it could be a house divided in General Motors, and they decide, okay, let's put it off another year. Let's de- de- deprioritize it. Let's shift our funds to something else to build something else. And then it just never comes back. It just continues to stay under the radar until it's all forgotten. And then we're gonna be those old Pontiac guys, you know, <laughs> just Camaro version. Yeah, I mean, I just I just read an article. Um, it's like about. F- two or three days ago on the Detroit Free Press. Did you know that General Motors <clears throat> eliminated almost half of all Buick dealerships in the entire country because mm-hmm. they didn't want to pay the price to upgrade their dealerships to handle um, EVs? 47% of all Buick dealers had their licenses revoked, canceled. They're bought out. So those, those there's, on, there's almost half 
of what there was now of Buick dealerships in this country because they didn't want to pay the four hundred dollars to $600,000 and train their employees how to deal with EVs. Hmm. Surprising. Really surprising. But then yeah. again, maybe not. It depends on what lens you look through, right? You know, I, I just question what's going on. You know, we're, we're it's a tough world they got to fight through. Like I said, Kia is making good-looking cars. Hyundai is making <laughs> making strides. You know, you see you see Kias and Hyundais and Toyotas at least in this area everywhere, just as much as you see General Motors or Ford. So, I mean, I get that they got to cha- they have challenges and they got to be very careful and very strategic about what they're doing. But sometimes it almost seems like it's just a I don't know how to word it. It's, I'm probably way off, but like almost like a panic move or, or a, just a nope, 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 and that's it. They don't really strategize and think this through and see it through, you know, cutting off the nose to spite your face or whatever they say, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, firsthand how, how, how long it takes general motors to make uh, decisions, especially if they got to run them past legal. (laughs) Uh, Thankfully it seems like legal has eased up a little bit. (laughs) If if people don't know what I'm talking about, say for example, uh, when did Smokey and the Bandit come out? 1978, something like that. 78, 79. Yeah. You didn't see too many General Motors vehicles in movies after that. You know why? Because people watch Smokey and the Stupid Bandit. Oh, side note, hey, aftermarket companies, stop making Smokey and the Bandit-themed vehicles that are not Trans Ams. Nobody's going to buy a Smokey and the Bandit Colorado. What does that, where's the middle of that decision-making? Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am, Colorado, and that? Come on. Um, Anyway, General Motors wouldn't allow their vehicles to be in movies that had any Smokey and the Bandit style action after that, because somebody went out and bought a Trans Am just like Smokey and the Bandit thought that they could jump over a river with it or go on a cannonball run typey thing with it and sued General Motors when they, I don't know, killed themselves or killed their family or killed somebody and won. So General Motors said, okay, no more action. No more. Our cars are not to be used in any action in the movies ever again. Wow. Yeah. For many, many years. I would not be surprised if if it wasn't until like Transformers or something like that. I mean, think about when did you see a General Motors vehicle in an action Knight Rider? Knight Rider. Well, that was a futuristic one-off, not something you could buy at the dealership. Right. You know, turbo boost button and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hello, Michael. (laughs) Remember the one one episode where he's driving down the road. Playing Atari Twenty Six Hundred at the same time, the joystick. My, my favorite was when he could just black his windows out completely, oh, so you couldn't was, see out. <laughs> I always thought that you know, like they have like shower doors or something like that that are uh, LCD, like transparent screens. You hit a button, they frost. I always thought that'd be really sweet to be able to do in a car too. What did? Yeah. Privacy yeah. mode. Yeah, right on, right on. That'd be awesome. But then, yeah, and go back to Camaro though. Transformers, big shot in the arm for the Camaro. Huge. Yep. Huge. Yeah. I mean that 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 propelled Camaro through the the beginning of and I should say almost all the way through the fifth generation sure. of outselling not only Mustang but Challenger. And at one point they were outselling Challenger like two to one. It was remember not- it was just like Challenger was just like the same amount like every month, every month we would track the sales every month and. I was like, Mustang was creeping up on Camaro, but Camaro was just, Yeah, it was doing great for the longest time, but then everybody who was going to buy one bought one, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. That was it. So, I mean, here we are, buddy. We're back to right where we were. I don't know, man. I I say 50-50 if we're ever going to see it again. Yeah. 
you know, in, in, in the, in the, in the format that's worth talking about. Here we are, you know, we're in our early fifties, you and I come back and we're going to be in our seventies. Welcome to the Camaro show. Camaro's back. All these kids driving their Hyundais and Kias. So let me see here. So how old am I? I'm 52 now. So let's see. Yes. So that was 21 years ago when the Camaro when the Camaro went away in 2002. 21 years ago. I was 31. Well, I'm, I'm twice as old as I as I was. I'm, I'm I'm twice as old as now that I was when I bought my first Camaro in 1996. I've lived that life twice. Oh, that's weird. When that's I weird. registered CamaroZ28.com, I was 27 years old. You were? I was 27. I thought you registered that a lot sooner than that. A lot lot further. I think it was 1996 is when I actually registered it. Okay. And 93 yeah. is when I started the site with just my Chris Frezza page on Linux. Frezza's home. It was page. all the fourth gen information. Yeah. Yeah. So 90. let's see. That was because I remember F body, the F body org listserv mm-hmm. always referenced my thing because I would my I had a I had a signature on my thing that said finger me for mods, remember? And you could use the finger uh profile on Linux, and then yep. when you fingered my email address it would show all my modifications 90 percent of the people watching this if not 98 percent of the people watching this are like what the hell is probably he has no idea what i'm talking what about is a list serve god <laughs> what is a fing- finger why would i want to finger you <laughs> that was exactly 30 years ago <sighs> 30 years ago now Let's let's talk about this again. I've lived twice two two lifetimes, you know, from zero to twenty-five, and then from twenty-five to fifty-one, give or take, you know, twenty-five when I bought my first Camaro. And when I was twenty-five, if I were to say if I double my age right now, I'm gonna be an old man and it's gonna be a billion years away. Well, here I am, fifty-one years old. Do not feel like does not feel like fifty-one. I thought fifty-one would feel like at all. In no. any way, but it sure as hell wasn't a billion years away from being 25. It was about seven. It just, you know, you know, yeah. in, in my mind. Yeah. So who knows, man? I mean, the, the Camaro was gone from 2002 to 2010, eight years. So if it continues that silly little trend, we'll be almost 60 when the next Camaro comes out. By then, I think that the way that the world is going and the how there, there's a there's a there's a term for this. Um, for software and technology, I think, and you might know what it is. It's the more time goes on, the faster technology accelerates and, and it, it doubles every X years of it, it grows or something like that. I forgot. It's a, it's a law that somebody came up with in eight years, dude, the law, the world is going to be so much different in so many more ways than it has been changed in the past eight years, much less the last 20. Oh, I know crazy so general motors i hope you get your act together and a side note whoever the chief engineer is of the new colorado and canyon Hmm. you need to get out and get ahead of what's going on with that i dropped sixty-five thousand dollars on a truck 
that I've been able to put 500 miles on uh -oh. three months because it's been sitting at the dealership with people going, try this. Oh, no, that didn't work either. Hmm. All right, let's order another part and wait a week to, for it to come in. Let's install it. Oh, can't do it. Can't program it. Got to wait for GM to send the signal down. Hmm. Nope, that didn't work either. All right, uh, let's, uh, let's order another part. I can put $65,001 bills in my garage, pile them up nice and neat, get out my leaf blower, and blow them out the garage door and close the garage door because that's what I got right now. You got an empty garage. Because I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people that invested a lot in these vehicles, mm. and they're just like, I don't know, we can't seem to fix it. I don't know, it's crazy. Oh, well, we'll grease the contacts. Bullshit. <laughs> get ahead of this. You're pissing people off. Wow. You're making people say, I'm never buying a GM vehicle again, and justifiably so. You wow. built a machine that you can't fix. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Jason has spoken. <laughs> I got a 2012 Grand Cherokee that I bought new. Runs like a top, never been in the shop. Oh, you still have it? Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know they if you still it. had that. Does, does Val still have the little Buick? Nope. Traded the Buick in on the Colorado that I bought that I should have kept because there's nothing really wrong with that except the crappy transmission that they stuck in it. But then oh. I sold that Colorado and used that money to buy my Canyon. Mm, okay. Like 2023 GMC Canyon AT4X. Now the 2024s are out. Are they really? Yeah, they're, they're being built now. Oh, wow. I wonder if they have the same problem that mine has. Probably not. They probably knew how to fix it at the plant. No, Dad. No, not <laughs> no. There we go. <laughs> it is frustrating, though. I know I'm not the only one that's gone through this, but I mean, after four weeks in Tennessee, Lemon Law, bro, they got one week. That's it. I don't want to go that route, but yeah. a lot of it's the most expensive vehicle I've ever bought. And the only wow. reason why I could is because I work from home and I have so much equity in the Colorado that I bought. Then it made a nice fat down payment for it. That's cool. Yeah. Great truck, man. Love that 2.7 liter engine. Holy crap. If that continues to live up to its promises, I think that 2.7 liter turbo engine, the, the Turbo Max, is going to go down in history as one of the greatest engines ever built. Wow. It is just incredible. They gave me a loaner, Silverado. Things, a, a, a giant couch on wheels. <laughs> it's a full-size Silverado 4x4 with four doors. And it has the exact same engine in it. And I used it to go to Columbus to go to work. I got dealership approval. It's their their vehicle to, for, a, for a work meeting. One time I was cruising. I was just cruising along. I looked down. I'm doing 97 miles an hour. <laughs> so quiet, you can't hear it run. It sounds like an electric vehicle because all you can hear is the tire noise and the wind. Oh. It just runs so quiet. It's got so much torque. It's unbelievable. It's got great horsepower. And it's a four-cylinder turbo built like a diesel. So that's awesome. The rest, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, these are uh, hand gestures for Apple. Yeah, the, this doesn't doesn't do anything. I wish it no. would. No. no, believe me, that's the first thing I tried when I realized what I can do. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> all right, I mean, you guys are doing General Motors are doing some stuff right, some stuff not right at all. Hmm. What do you what do you what is your daily driver these days? You got a Trailblazer. Yeah, what do you think of it? I bought a 2023 Trailblazer in fountain blue metallic, which is just shade. It's like a shade lighter than the rapid blue. Yeah. Love that color, dude. Love yeah. it. 
That's a um, good looking color. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. It's a, it's smaller. It, you know, it's an RS all wheel drive, so it's got everything in it. What engine's um, in it? So it's it's like a three banger or something in there. <laughs> it's a turbo three banger or something. Are you kidding? I, I want to say it's a three banger. Let me what is see. It again? What, you, what, you, what is it again? A Pontiac vibe? <laughs> 2023 Trailblazer RS engine. Let's see. Yeah, it's a 1.3 liter three cylinder. You're making 155 horsepower and 174 foot pounds of torque. That's amazing. A three cylinder. Gets what great point? gas mileage. I bet it does. <laughs> and how long does it take you to get to the gas station? No, no, dude. It's, it's... Ecotech. See, my, so my wife's Buick Encore had a 1.3 in it, I think. That thing was a pig. That thing sucked. That really sucked. That's why we got rid of it. She said, yeah, trade it on the Colorado. Give me the Jeep. So, yeah, I've got that 10-year-old, 11-year-old Jeep Grand Cherokee with 120,000 miles on it that still has some features in it that even my brand new Canyon doesn't have. Like, Oh, I don't know when Slayer is broadcast on XM in that old Jeep, it says favorite artist alert Slayer click here to listen. CM can't do that. Chrysler has no, been doing it for 11 years. Stuff like that. Just things that I'm like, how come it's, they're not thinking about these things. The only thing that bothers me about the trailblazers with the pickup is, I mean, once it gets going, it goes, it goes good. But it's like, if I'm at a light or I'm, I'm trying to get out into traffic and I hit it, yeah. it like it, it's almost like a half a second wait. It's like, and then it goes. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's got a spool. It's got a, it's got a build boost. Um, Val's, Val's uh, in another state with her family right now. And what we've been doing lately for peace of mind is when we go, when we travel, we don't take our own car. We rent one. That way, if we hit a deer, no big deal. Give us another car. But if she's three states away and she hits a deer with her vehicle, mm -hmm. that's going to be a nightmare to fix. Or if it blows up or something goes sideways, it's going to have to go to a shop or dealership there. Yeah. I think I would think. Right. And yeah. then we have to go and get it. So um, she rented a, um, a uh, Chevy. Um, uh, oh, crap. Which one, which one, which one did she get? Hang on a second. Yeah, no. Um, blazer? Uh, yeah, I think it's a blazer. But the, uh, yeah, yeah, a blazer. Then it has the same 3.6 liter engine that the Camaro has in it. Oh, the Camaro had, you yeah. know. Yeah, uh, I had my blazer for three years. I loved it. Oh, you had one. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought you might have before that. Yeah. Yep. So my she's been saying. She's been driving that Grand Cherokee of mine for three over three years. I'm like, honey, let's get you a new car. She was actually looking at Kia's, and it's her car. She can do what she wants. She lets me have my cars. I'll let her have her cars. And uh, she was looking at Kia's, but she's like, I don't want a car payment. I don't want a car payment. She brought that Blazer home two days ago, just driving it from the airport to the house. And she's like, I really like this. I might look into one of these. So. Hmm. When I went to uh, Florida a couple weeks ago, I rented a vehicle through Hertz. Pre, I like months before that, I pre bought. I wanted a small SUV yeah. because um, we were going to be driving across state. Mm -hmm. We had a couple big pieces of luggage. And um, so I get there, land, go to Hertz. You know, I'm a gold member. So my name's on the board. Go to the gold lot. Go to the gold lot. Where are the SUVs? I go, guy, he's like, can I help you with something? I go, I rented 
all right, I reserved a small SUV and you don't have any. So where are the SUVs? He goes, uh, we don't have any here, but um, why don't you just take a Tesla? And I said, I don't want a Tesla. I want a small SUV that I prepaid for three months ago. Three months. I reserved it to be here. Yeah. We're out. I go, well, what am I supposed to do? He goes, well, you can take a Tesla or a Bolt. I go, I don't want an electric vehicle. Just then, a Ford Edge pulled in. Uh -huh. He goes, oh, you can take the Ford Edge if you want. I know it's a little bit bigger, but I'll let you have that one. I go, fine. So I took the Ford Edge, and it was, it was fine. But, they, dude, they had rows and rows of Teslas. Nobody wants them. Why? Is it the fear of, I can't find a charging station? Probably. Probably. My dog wants to say hi. Hi. All right. Bye. <laughs> but yeah, there's bolts and Teslas. Ys, threes, and bolts. Nobody wants them. You know, I still got a $100 deposit on a Silverado EV. I still have a $100 deposit down on a Blazer EV. <laughs> Starting at 56 grand. Those Blazer EVs. Uh, looking good. They're looking good. Well, I wanted the SS. Yeah. Um, Wide open watts. See, they're it's, getting. It's probably going to be an eighty to eighty-five thousand dollar car before it's all said and done. There is no way in hell I am going to pay that much money for a vehicle. God, that's good looking though. That interior looks great. Yeah. See, Chevrolet, you got some big plans, but man, your execution is kind of questionable. I going back to my truck. I personally think they shoved it out the door way too fast. Hmm. Because there's a lot of problems with it. I, I was aware of this, but. I've been lucky so far. Well, guess what? My luck, my his 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 run out and bad luck has caught up with me. Oh boy! You know, I hope they fix it. I really do because I really, for the short time I was able to drive it before it started having the issues that it did, that is baffling. Um, let's just say it has to do with the blind spot indicators and not being able to roll down the windows. Oh, uh, and uh, sometimes it says that the door latch needs adjustment, and I need to see my dealership on the, on the display screen. And the one time OnStar just refused to even connect at all. So I couldn't really do anything. Even XM wasn't working because OnStar couldn't connect. Hmm. Like There's something very, very wrong with this vehicle. Ah, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. So, I'm very so you pissed. got the ET4X version, correct? The ET4X version. So are you, are you planning, and everything, what? Are, are you planning getting into um, off-roading? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, light off-roading. Nothing like heavy-duty rock crawling or anything, but... Um, you know, ever since COVID, we kind of got into the mode of just kind of sticking around the house. We okay. bought bicycles, so we ride bikes once in a while. But otherwise, it's me screwing around in my garage on my YouTube channel, injasonsgarage.com, um, <laughs> carlightreviews.com, um, or doing yard work because I like, you know, I've got I, I I've got an electric lawnmower. i got an electric zero-turn lawnmower. I paid way too much for it, but I really <laughs> like it. I really like it. It's an ego. Z6 zero turn 42 inch lawnmower. Things fast Ooh. and it's quiet. I can mow my yard without your plugs in. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, you know, so we were like, well, let's get out, let's get out and do more things. And I'm like, yeah, I want to maybe take my car to the drag strip once or twice because I promised myself I would. And, and then I thought, you know, she, you know, she wants to go camping and all that junk. Well, let's take the truck and find some off road trails, 
get out there, get outside, get away from the garage and get away from the yard and the house and take the dogs with us and, and go, go explore. You know, that's why I bought it to, well, first of all, cause it's pretty kick-ass looking. And second of all, it's because, um, of, uh, well, we just need to get out more. So I really want to, I really hope to, I really would like to start planning on that after I get it back. But right now I'm not planning on anything. Hmm. So what do you, you, so you're driving the Silverado on the, the rental. Yep. And I appreciate my dealership. Um, Sarah Chevrolet in Madison, Tennessee, coincidentally, Sarah Chevrolet in Flint, Michigan, that I bought and my now very- Buffalo, And now Buff Whalen is Sarah Whalen. Oh, are they? I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 The, the Sarah family bought out Buff Whalen. No kidding. Oh, I think yep. I heard that. I think yep. I heard that a couple, a couple years ago. Yep. It's been yeah. like two years now. I bought it originally from, uh, I don't know, Chevy Buick GMC of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, about 40 minutes south of here. Good dealers because they had they had what I wanted right there on the lot. I, I originally ordered it with without a sunroof, but apparently, get this, does, does Leslie's have a sunroof? Yes. Okay. Do you know what happens if you don't have a sunroof? No. And you go through any automatic drive-through car wash? The hair dryers will dent the roof. Really? Yeah. There's no support on the roof without a sunroof. And so people come out of the, out of the, they're driving through the, at the end, they get to the, the, the dry, the heat dryers, the blasters, and they hear this crunch and they get out and they look up and the freaking roof is dented in from air. <laughs> so you got to go back inside and go. <laughs> well, I, guess, I, guess, <laughs> I guess that's what the dealerships were doing is they have to, they have to pull the, the headliner back. And put and bump it out. Well, that's not you know do that enough times. It's probably not good for the paint. Paint's gonna crack. You know what happens after that. So I had it on order without a sunroof because I didn't really use a sunroof. I'm like, oh no, no sir, no, no, not for me. So then I found the exact same thing with a sunroof at the dealership in in, uh, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Worked with a guy named Fridge. That was his nickname. Nice guy, really cool guy. The guy that I worked with at Sarah near me. Understood. Super cool guy. I, I'd buy a vehicle from him, but I would probably go back to fridge anyway. The reason why is because when he says, okay, this is how much it's going to cost. And there's like an extra $700 prep fee. And I do not pay those. I do not pay them. The deal that I had with Sarah was I pay sticker and tax, nothing more, no dealer incurred fees, no prep fee, no talk fee, none of that fees. This is a beautiful building. I'm not paying for it. I'm paying for a truck. Yeah. And they were cool with that. Well, there's a 700, 900, whatever dollar thing at, at, at the Murfreesboro there. And I'm like, uh, I'm paying everything but that. And he said, there's no negotiation on this. And I said, I'm going to walk. And he said, let me tell you something. This has a lifetime powertrain warranty. I said, really? He said, yep. Every single vehicle that we sell new has a lifetime powertrain warranty. I said, okay, how does that work? I guess the owner of the company or the chain of dealerships, the chain of dealerships, um, was offering powertrain warranties and couldn't find a company that worked well enough for him or met his standards or something like that. So he bought a warranty company and includes it into the vehicle. I'm like, I'll pay 700 bucks for that. The only thing I can't do is change the oil myself. It has to be documented. That's by an SAE certified technician, things like that. And which makes sense, right? If the engine blows up, they want to make sure that right. I didn't screw, didn't it, screw up. it up. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. But I took it to Sarah to have me fixed. They're awesome to deal with. Great company. It's not really their fault that they can't fix the vehicle. 
Right. They didn't build the car. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I didn't mean to go on this tangent. We're almost at the top of the hour here. So yeah. One last thing I wanted to ask you. What do you think of the Panther? And what do you think of them using that name on, on the on the last car? Too little, too late. Because there's only 350 of them. Well, because there's only you 350 know, for the ZL1. Right. Because they only... have the Panthers collector's package for the SS, LP1, whatever. Yeah. But um because there's only 350 people that know what Panther even means. <laughs> Seriously. I bet you ask 90, I, I bet you ask a good portion of current Camaro owners. Hey, what's Panther mean for this car? And they're like, Panther? No, it's Camaro. What the hell's wrong yeah. with you? I like the I little logo, though. I like the new logo for it, though. They got the Camaro with the little Panther and the, and there. I thought, look, that was pretty sweet. There was a time when SVE, or maybe when it was SLP still, that they were going to make a Panther edition. They did. They did, did they? make a Panther edition. Oh. Yeah, for like one or two years. Yeah, that was oh, the fifth gen. Yeah, you're yeah. right. No, I just pictured it now. Yep. Nope. So kind of cool, but I think it's a little out, out, uh, really cool. I'm not knocking anybody who bought one because it is very cool. But I think to most people, it might be a little outdated. Um, you know, calling a you know cougar and calling a car after a, a, an animal, AMC Eagle. You know, now it's got to be Sadara, <laughs> Snit. Yeah, it's not like the Dodge Raper or anything like that, right? <laughs> Oh shoot! That was that was that's a throwback to one of our earliest podcasts. Oh yeah, you got pretty silly in some of those. And all of the previous podcasts, all two hundred and ninety some odd episodes, are still up and running, right? Oh, absolutely, all of them. So all five hundred of the CamaroZ28.com plus two hundred and ninety of Camaro's show. So our show ran from two thousand five through two thousand twenty, and we never missed. A week, except when we went into COVID, there we yeah. we we stopped doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, here's the thing. Then, do you? I don't personally, and I'm not saying never by any stretch, but I'm saying I don't see a reason for us to do another show until the car comes back. I mean, the reason why we stopped doing the show anyway is because it got to the point where like there's nothing to talk about, and nobody wants to listen to two old guys talk about how great yeah. something used we're to just, be. We're just rehashing news. Which is, that was which is what we're doing today. <laughs> <laughs> but. Well, if you're a new listener to this, you can go back and listen to 783 other episodes like this. Not, you know, um, you know, yeah. various things. I'm in, the pro I'm in the process, too, of trying to put them all on YouTube as well. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. so I've got a few of them already on YouTube. Um, it's just got, a, like, this image that just goes like this, and then you just oh, listen the, to it, you know. The, 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 the spectrogram or whatever, yeah. That's yeah. cool. So, yeah. Well, if you're new to the show, don't get excited for another one. <laughs> Yeah. But feel free to listen to the and, old ones, man. We and, put a and, lot of and, work. and even though the voicemail line still works, uh, we're 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 not answering uh, messages. <laughs> I just I just kept it going so uh, it wouldn't turn into like a porn line or something. And and you know, we, we, since we do have seven hundred and some episodes still That's available true. online. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was there was a there was a time when I started a podcast on my own too, the the Vetcast. Right. Yeah which I still own vetcast.com, but I only did, I don't know, maybe 10 episodes or something, maybe not even that much because it was just me. And it was just not the same. We were doing it with you. Doing a show with you was awesome. You know, so we did it, it was awesome enough through 780 some odd times. And yeah. well, there was, there were some best ofs that we'd have to do if I was out of town or something. Sure, like that. Yeah. But uh, they were all good. So, oh, um, I think we should probably wrap up with uh, something that's, um, you know, 
you know, keep like you said, Chris, keep the faith. Never say never, faith, man. Yeah, I mean, GM's official stance is, is the Camaro story is not done. Um, so take that for what it means. It means come back so. in 10 years, come back in 30 years. Who knows? In other words, just like the podcast phone number, they're not giving up the name. Because <laughs> 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 so they don't want anybody else. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I don't know. I mean, that was a good article, Chris. Good job. And yeah. So um, if you guys want to connect with us in the future, Please support our other endeavors. Mm -hmm. Chris, you've got your YouTube channel. Go YouTube channel, uh, just youtube.com slash Chris Frez. Um, yep. You want to see a dude and his kid shove things in their mouth? Yeah, that's it. What's up? Uh, if you want to watch Jason review headlights and, and talk about uh, flashlights and stuff, you've got a couple of YouTube channels now. I've got In Jason's Garage on YouTube. That's uh, my car stuff, obviously. I've got Car Light Reviews on YouTube. Um, that's going to be two years old next month. That's grown pretty good. Um, I have a good time with that one. It's it's a little bit of my my scientist uh, engineer type of my that my dad was, um, Lux testing LED headlights or LED bulbs. Actually, I'm gonna move into moving into off road lighting and things like that too. It's it's pretty cool. fun. For me. Stepping up my testing game big time in the coming year too. You guys, are gonna... <laughs> and then another one, um, uh, handheld light reviews. I've always had a flashlight on me and. A company called Olight asked me to test a flashlight for my car light reviews channel. I'm like, get a nice diversion to try that to see, you know, is it can it can a can a flashlight be as bright as a car headlight? Sure it can. And that one blew up. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. And you, it was your suggestion, dude. You should make a flashlight channel now. So I'm trying to juggle three channels at the same time. I had shoulder surgery early November, so I haven't been able to to really do much of anything for a while i'm back at it obviously i'm okay i'll, I'll spare you the showing you the scars but uh <laughs> well, i'm gonna be back in it um and also we are part of another endeavor musclecarsandtrucks.com yep. if you guys who are listening to this know us and know that we're pretty genuine when it comes down to you know our thoughts and opinions we're not into building hype or um clickbait yeah <laughs> Um, muscle cars and trucks is the same. It's, it's, it's performance oriented car and truck news. That's kind of no BS. You know, it's, it's not, you know, the, Hey, this is the Hyundai Sonata's new seatbelt colors of the year. You know, it's, it's a little more than that. So consider checking that website out. And, uh, otherwise, uh, we hope that, uh, y'all have, um, oh, I said y'all who the Tennessee is starting oh. to finally grow on me here after uh -oh. eight years. Y'all uh -oh. what? Y'all. Oh, y'all. I'm, I'm fixing, we're fixing to wrap up here. Oh, God. Yeah. So we appreciate you listening, tuning in yep. to what could be the very, very, very last episode of the Camaro Show. Hope not. Never say never. Never say never. Safe. Drive safe. On behalf of the men and women of General Motors, do not buy a Colorado or GMC can. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, on behalf no. of the men and women of General Motors, buckle your safety belts and do not drink and drive. Correct. Correct. Not cool. Hope you guys all have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, a wonderful New Year. And uh, we'll leave you at the end, if you're listening to this, on your MP3 player or your iPhone or whatever, you're going to hear the Christmas dogs. Bring on those dogs. Thank you all for all the support over the years. Yep. We'll see you guys. See ya. <laughs>